Hello, my little individually plated three bean salads. Welcome to Extra Extra for the week. This makes week six of this experiment we call small beans. And I have to say, I'm so grateful. I think things are going so well so far. It's hard to believe this is only week six uh, because we've already felt the love and the support and we're already expanding our plans. So consider this a state of the beanian address. Uh, first and foremost, I want to give a shout out or profile and beaniness, if you will, to our good friend J.D. Burroughs. Hi, J.D. I just want to say, I want to use this space to, you know, reach out to some of our fans and say that J.D. has, his support has meant so much. He's been a, such a vocal stalwart supporter. Always has nice, interesting things to say. And J.D., we appreciate it. And I know that uh, a few times you've asked me to retweet very valuable, very meaningful causes, and I don't always spot them, so I decided to shout you out in this episode and just say, if you want to follow J.D. Burroughs on Twitter, he's really good at finding stuff and links to stuff that you can do to help the world around you right now. I know a lot of us are good people at heart, but find it hard to find uh, something to do right now that feels impactful, and J.D. has continuously shown that he's interested in that and that he finds good things to do to be good. So that's the end of that. I hope that was enough time uh, lavished on you, J.D. We love you. Uh, As for everyone else who's not J.D. Burroughs, who I will never mention again, um, I just wanted to say we are so, so close to our second Patreon goal of reaching $5,000 a month in funding, which, FYI, would allow us to start paying our friends to develop shows. And in fact, because we're excited, we jumped the gun and we're already paying uh, two of our friends, who I shall not name in case it falls apart, because it's not too late for that to happen, to develop a show. And I'm really excited about that show. But once we reach this funding goal, uh, which we expect to in the next couple weeks, we can definitely expand that effort. Uh, I've already got plans to uh, interview Soren Bowie on Tales from the Pit. I think that's going to be fabulous. You're going to hear Tom Ryman on Frame Rate. Of course, you're going to hear some Willard at some point when she gets back from New York. We're hoping to have Star from SourceFed as well as After Hours Illustrations. Cody Johnston has said he will swing by when he gets a chance. Carmen Angelica, Maggie Mae Fish, a lot of great people lined up. And... Honestly, we could not afford to have bought the equipment to have them on our shows without your support, so thank you, and with your further support, we will be able to pay some of them to develop show shows, including, at some point, video shows. And I want to keep reiterating that, because, hey, it's slow going, making movies is expensive, but I just want you guys to know that uh, we're glad you support us, and making audio-visual components are near and dear to us. There will be a video component, uh, and we're hard at work doing that as fast as we can. Oh gosh, this is taking too long. So, last week I said Patreon hadn't paid us. That was because I didn't click this giant red button that says pay out. So, fuck me. Oops. Um, So yeah, Patreon works, and I feel like it's only right of me to make that retraction and correction. Patreon works. We have your money from month one. Thank you so much. We were going into Hawk to buy some of our new equipment, and this money has reimbursed us, uh, as well as allowed me to make rent and offer two of our pals, as I said, the chance to develop a new show for us. Uh, Okay, okay, yes, we got to the goal, blah, blah, blah. Oh, another shout-out. David Bell and Tom Ryman have launched... A, their own thing. I just keep calling it a thing because we're also multidisciplinary now that we do whatever. But they're doing largely streaming tabletop gaming, Twitch streaming, uh, and that is called Gamefully Unemployed, as in games. You get it. Gamefully underscore unemployed. And they uh, they stream all the time. 
I and all the Small Beans peeps will show up there a lot. I'm going to play a smash up with them on Sunday. So check that out. But also we've been streaming more in general. So check out our Twitch stream, the one-upsmanship feed, and the Twitch stream of the game Gamefully Unemployed guys. And uh, those feeds, I think, will be hosting each other's stuff frequently. And you'll see us a lot of crossover there. So that's exciting. I think that's it. Oh, I was asked to ask you because it will really move the needle for us and get our work out to a broader audience. If you have the time, please hop on iTunes and give us a five-star review. Or uh, if you can, write a little sentence. Or a lesser star review. Just get reviews on there. It actually comes down to engagement. So give us your honest thoughts on iTunes if you have the time. Uh, People often ask how they can help without spending money. That way really helps us. So thank you so much for doing that in advance. And my voice is going, so I'm going to throw it to the pre-recorded clip of my alternate ego, Mr. Johnny Papes with the news of the week. Extra, extra, read all about it, Small Beans News. If it's not over in under half an hour, it's free. Extra, extra, a sexual encounter between comedian Aziz Ansari and a woman going by the name of Grace has generated heated debate on both sides of the Me Too movement and completely ruined the scene in Liar Liar where Jim Carrey uses the claw on his son. Well, some consider it a story of toxic masculinity that is nevertheless differentiable from sexual assault. Others would prefer not to have anything repeatedly rammed down their throat while they're already full of lobster roll. And others still simply pray that the creepy men in their own workplaces someday become famous so that society will give a shit. Extra, extra, read all about it, this just in. Reports of nukes hurtling toward Hawaiian islands turn out to be false alarm either ruining or enhancing your luau, depending on your view of of end-of-the-world panic sex. President Trump has announced he does plan to tell Hawaiian citizens about the mix-up just as soon as this Puerto Rico thing is on track. Extra, extra, read all about it. Amazon has shortlisted 20 cities being considered for the home of their new $5 billion headquarters. Top contenders include Boston, Nashville, and Amazon City, formerly called Detroit. Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos has has promised, quote, Olympic Games levels of economic upheaval and plans to have the entire facility flown in brick by brick by drones. When asked why, Bezos reminded reporters that he owns 0.12% of all wealth in the United States and can have any of us crushed at any time, or, failing that, delay the arrival of our bulk order of Funyuns and or Amazon surveillance bots, formerly called Alexa. Read all about it. Read all about it. The House and Senate race to stop a government shutdown, something many now see as fairly likely. This eventuality could send millions of government workers home without pay, shutter national parks, and slightly delay the processing of gun permits. Hoping to assure the public, a bipartisan committee of Congress people has already vowed that, quote, nothing will stop them from getting people their guns in a timely fashion. Extra, extra, small beans news. Whether we're flat Flailing its salience or nailing the famous, our promise is not to be high on inhalants. Promise not enforced. Read all about it. Health experts have determined that it is repeated impacts and not concussions that lead to CTE or chronic traumatic encephalopathy and have warned parents, quote, don't let your kids play football until high school. They later added, 
Then, yeah, go nuts. I mean, they're basically invincible once puberty hits. And how could we go on as a culture without a structured series of events where dudes run into each other? Extra, extra, read all about it. Porn star Stormy Daniels has revealed that Donald Trump had an affair with her while wife Melania was pregnant. A fact that she was paid over $100,000 dues to cover up. When asked how the sex was, she replied, well, they had to pay me $100,000 not to talk about it. I'm a porn star, so I'm used to being around assholes, but you know there's a limit. Fox News and the Drudge Report have already leapt into action as pillars of America's moral center, with rousing coverage like, you'll never guess what child star has boobs now. 20 years ago, Bill Clinton had an affair, and that was bad. Why bring it up now? No reason. And their popular recurring series, hey, hey, Ah, for the love of Christ, look over here instead. No, don't look at that. Hello. Extra, read all about it, read all about it. Steve Bannon, who saw his stock plummet with the Trump administration in recent weeks and has lost his primary source of funding, has agreed to speak openly with the Mueller investigation in lieu of a subpoena. Some speculate this is a signal that Bannon has the means and desire to put Trump out of commission for good. Trump responded from his golf course where he was getting blown by a porn star while wearing a clan robe rather than tell Hawaii that they weren't going to be nuked. Quote, yeah, I'm real worried. No, yeah, I'm shaking in my painfully surgically reduced scalp over here. Extra, extra! An inspirational group of friends communicate solely through quotes from TV shows, comma, still consider themselves to have a relationship. Extra, extra! The living partners of two authors who wrote about their experiences while dying of terminal illness have fallen in love with one another and married. They hope that by making love atop a pile of their deceased spouse's books, they can prove the existence of an afterlife by getting, quote, haunted as fuck. Extra, extra. President Donald Trump is facing widespread accusations of racism after it emerged that he referred to many of the countries from which he wants to ban immigration as, quote, shitholes. Senator Dick Durbin leaked the quote, saying, I was shocked and my name is basically penis. Trump elaborated by urging the committee to consider more immigration from Norway and Holland. You know, said the president, the ones that call us a shithole. In related news, the president has lowered public political discourse to the point that news articles are regularly obliged to include words like shithole. Shithole, shithole, shithole. That's news now. Extra, extra. Read all about it. In other news out of this godforsaken shithole, the king of Turd Mountain later declared himself, quote, not racist. In fact, the least racist person you've ever met. He added, and you can tell because that's the kind of thing people who are very unracist always find themselves saying. Experts are warning citizens that this is a clear signal from the administration to brace for an intense hurricane of racism, and have questioned the judgment of the World Racism Council, who famously awarded Trump the title least racist last year in the awards ceremony held in his mind. Trump later qualified his claim by saying, okay, okay, of course, when I say I'm the least racist person you've met, I don't mean like, you know, if you've met John Lewis or MLK or something, sure, fine, then I'm not talking to you. The you I am referring to is my good friend David Duke, who I know nothing about, so I can't really comment on it. But he, and this is the point I'm getting at, he has never met anyone less racist than me. That is the thing. It's actually a pretty big bone of contention between us. He is an angry, angry man. Trump has also attempted to distance himself from the comments by claiming that he didn't mean shithole disparagingly. 
I love shitholes, he said. Haven't you ever been to a Trump hotel? He then called the White House a dump and the Lincoln Memorial, quote, pretty slapdick. Following the comments, Trump properties the world over have been buried under one-star reviews that simply read, shithole. No, not really, but that should probably happen, right? Just saying. Extra, extra. In related news, researchers in the D.C. area claim to have uncovered a scientific wonder. Anthropologists are marveling at how the world's least racist person somehow accomplishes the impossible, saying and doing racist things. Extra, extra. The president has also taken a cognitive test slash restaurant placemat challenge to prove his mental acumen. The test, released online, includes questions like draw a clock and label this picture of a lion lion. Trump passed it with flying colors and feels this dispels all rumors of his failing celerity. When asked to define the word celerity, he called Mexicans rapists and pointed to a stalk of celery. He was asked to define acumen and responded, bless you. Extra, extra. Rounding out the president's proofs that he barely qualifies as a functional human was a discussion of his workout routine and heart health. Although his doctor admitted that calcium tests do put him at risk for heart disease, Trump countered with, quote, I exercise, I walk, I this, I that. It was later revealed that by this he meant heatedly wolfing down a Big Mac between visits with foreign heads of state. And by that, he meant angrily tweeting while straining at an intractable stool. Extra, extra, read all about it. Dead trees, get your thin sliced tree corpses and soot suspended in oil here. Guaranteed to rub off on your hands by the time you're on page three. Read all about it, read all about it. The House of Representatives has put forth a bill with will make members of Congress financially responsible for their own legal settlements resulting from sexual misconduct or harassment. I'm sorry, that headline has some typos. The actual news is, up till and including today, when a congressman is caught diddling interns, their settlement is paid for from taxpayer funds. Several congressmen have defended this long-standing tradition by sprinting to their offices and deleting their browser histories. Extra, extra, California parents with terrible haircuts have been charged with a myriad of crimes after their 13 children were discovered living shackled in their home, seldom allowed to eat or shower. The parents have defended themselves by claiming that, quote, hey, we also didn't let them watch the news, shouldn't we get credit for that? The children's herring story will become the subject of a film, which the studio is calling a, quote, visionary reimagining of Cheaper by the Dozen 2, while the parents have announced a tell-all book and Senate run, respectively. Extra, extra. As the sixth extinction continues and more species disappear from the face of the Earth each day, somehow a scientist has discovered 18 new species of pelican spider, the spider that is known even in spider communities as the freaky-looking one. The scientist has named one of the spider species after her own daughter and the other 17 after other people she presumably hates. The spiders could not be immediately reached for comment, as our field reporter was mysteriously cocooned in a giant web-like material on their way to the interview. Extra, extra, life hack news. Turn to page eight to learn how you can use this very newspaper, folded in half, and any household poking implement to create a handy explanation of faster than light travel for your less intelligent friends and neighbors. Read all about it, read all about it. Quote, actor, 
Mark Wahlberg has donated $1.5 million to the Time's Up movement to make amends for the intense disparity between his pay and that of his female co-star Michelle Williams during reshoots for All the Money in the World. As the film is a scathing indictment of wealth distribution in America, many took the fact that Williams was paid less than $1,000 in total uniquely galling. Wahlberg's representatives have defended his actions, saying it was a simple misunderstanding. They assert that in a rush of setting up emergency reshoots for all the money in the world, Wahlberg was given a new contract and accidentally wrote the title of the film where he was meant to put his rate. Original co-star Kevin Spacey remains mysteriously quiet. Meanwhile, Wahlberg has been hailed as a hero for being forced to do the right thing eventually, and somehow still believes that it's Boogie Nights that's getting him into hell, and not this or blinding an old Asian man. Read all about it, extra extra. Facebook promises more algorithm tweaks to combat fake news articles, comma, give people what they really want. A confounding wall of vague icons that change places with every weekly update. Extra, read all about it, read all about it. Amidst further allegations from Woody Allen's stepdaughter Mia Farrow, several actors in Allen's latest film have donated their earnings to the Time's Up movement. Alec Baldwin has defended Woody, calling working with him the privilege of his career, and the attacks against Woody Allen sad. After all, continued Baldwin, if we condemn this man, what's to stop us from condemning other great artists should, say, some news come out about them at some point in the near future? Why, have you heard anything about me? I mean, Michael Douglas pre-denied it, maybe I should go that route. He then tried to win the crowd back by imitating Tracy Morgan's parents, a bit which all in attendance agreed hasn't aged well. Extra, extra! In sad news, Cranberry's lead singer Dolores O'Riordan has died tragically at the age of 46. Fans will always remember her impact on the music of the 1990s and would certainly not begrudge her if she lingered as a zombie. Zombie, 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 eh, eh, eh. Do you oh, have to? Oh, Do you oh, have to? Oh. Do you have to? Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I gotta go listen to all those again. Let's all just go listen to Cranberry's greatest hits, you guys. Maybe some Sixpence, None the Richer. And make out with our crushes, okay? Can you do that for me? Make sure consent is involved. I'm talking to you, Aziz. Oy! Everything is terrible, but we'll talk about that again next week. And until then, I love you, but only if you want to receive that love. No pressure.